0: In a time before time, a piece of the timeline was cut and the ends woven together. That piece still exists in its own smaller knot. It is a part of time apart from time that can slide along the timeline, making it a time machine. Those who board the time ship create their own time, weaving a new reality, changing the past. And one can write realities, both dark and bright, into existence. After stealing the time ship from the previous owners and writing them out of existence, the fools have traveled back to 1692, where they hope to find details on a secret concordant, a treaty made between three groups of mages that have bound the history of Boston since that time. Parallax, forced to awaken to a possible left-hand path had traveled down a long and murderous road, but with his friend's help, he has regained his wisdom. Hannah, who can't remember their past, and now find themselves having written their own family out of existence. Mona, reality architect, and faithful to the god Machine. Ethel Stubbs. The last descendant of the Ward line. And linchpin of reality, though she doesn't yet know me. Together with a stranger, Rex, and Parallax's newly married wife, Elora, These fools have traveled into adventure. They are running out of time. In the past, in the shadow of the great pyramids, a group of men and women mostly egyptians gather they look about furtively as overhead something is burning in the sky a massive glowing eyeball they say we have to get to the room below the sphinx we have to go before it sees and the person who's talking is burnt to a crisp ashes in a moment the rest scatter, and for the most part are burned one by one, out of existence. But five get down the stairs inside of the Sphinx. And that's where they enter the Ouroboros, the time ship stored there. And they leave. And the eye closes and it opens up, it's shining down through the water. As Mona is tied to a wooden chair, sinking into a lake surrounded by armed Puritan men. At least one of those is a mage, Reverend Samuel Parris there shouldn't have been any witches' executions. So either this event doesn't end up in the history books or it had never happened and you just started the Salem witch trials.
1: Don't go blaming me for that.
0: Oh, you are not to blame. And the eye looks down heavily on the people standing outside the lake. It judges them, just as it judges you. And Mona, your magic is gone. What do you do?
1: Do I see the eye?
0: You do see the eye. You are underwater, and even though it's distorted by the ripples of the surface of the lake, you can see it burned into your mind.
1: Do I think it's the machine god?
0: You are welcome to think that it's the machine god.
1: Uh, I guess I'll wink at the eye.
0: Wink. Okay. Uh, Also
1: hold my breath.
0: Okay. You can hold your breath for a number of rounds equal to your stamina plus your resolve before you have to start making checks to avoid drowning. Outside the lake, Parallax, Alora, who is wielding an axe, Hannah and Ethel are running down into the woods, following a trail through time. As you are running through these woods, You are accompanied by a massive, dark-skinned figure with these long stitches across their chest. Their head tends to be drooping low, not meeting your eyes with their unnatural silver ones. Your friend Sanjata is not what he was. Ethel, you don't have... Anything to compare Sinjata to, so he's just strange. But the aura of death that hangs around him is enticing with this allure of a mystery. What is he that is dead, that walks? He is dead, though. He is dead. But alive, somehow. How closely are you observing him?
2: Me.
3: I'm going to walk behind him so I can unabashedly stare.
0: Would you rather roll wits composure or wits medicine?
3: Um, hold on, I'm looking at both of those things. Where's composure?
0: Uh it's in the top. So... Oh
3: yeah. Uh that one for sure.
0: Okay. What's... Yeah, roll wits composure. Okay.
3: That's a one. <laughs>
0: With one success, you can tell that his back has these cuts on it, and you didn't see him get injured, so it must have happened before he ran into you back there, and those are healing over in front of your eyes.
3: Am I able to tell, like, how long he's been dead?
0: Yeah, rule death gnosis. Uh, six. An exceptional success. Okay, first of all, take a beat. As you are looking at Sanjata, you can tell that he has been dead for different amounts of time. His body parts all seem to have aged slightly differently in their undepth, as if he had been stitched together piece by piece slowly delayed. And you can tell that he hasn't been dead longer than a year. And you can tell that it's more than just he's dead because there's blood pumping through his veins. There's some sort of resonance to that blood and it makes you feel is both uncomfortable and it's also like enticing. It's mystifying, but almost in a horrific way. It's like the blood of death. Spooky.
3: Um, so his body parts aren't his. I believe they're from different bodies sewn together like Frankenstein.
0: Here's the thing. They are his, you're pretty sure, except They are, they've been dead for different periods of time.
3: Okay, that's wild. Um, But he's only been dead for like a year.
0: Yeah, all the body parts average out to somewhere around like a year, you'd say.
3: Okay. Okay. Can I stick my nose into my super cool bag that Mona made me and ask Byron, who's no longer in danger of being sucked into a void, if he's ever seen anything like this before?
0: Yeah, uh, you pull out your skull, and Byron is more cautious to emerge this time and like pokes his head out first and does a look around and then looks sort of cross at you and then comes out a little bit undignified and ruffles down his clothes
3: that's fair byron i messed up pretty bad last time but it's okay now um well it's not okay it's pretty far from okay that guy don't stare but like kind of stare what's going on have you ever seen anything like that before
0: as you're having this conversation sanjata does turn around and like look at you and also look at the space where byron is and then turn back around
3: Ooh, like, do I think he can see him?
0: You do.
2: Mm.
3: Okay. Well, like, wave or something, Byron. Don't be awkward.
0: Uh, that... Well, I've never seen anything quite like that, but I've heard stories... Some of the most callous death mages were known to create golems and revenants out of the corpses, their hollow shells with none of the personality left inside.
3: Does this body have a soul? Can I tell that?
0: I think that you can actually tell that it does have a soul but just like the outside looks stitched together, so too does that soul. It doesn't look like a normal person's soul. It looks like a reanimated soul, you might even say. Okay. Uh, Keep in mind, you're also having this conversation while running down a hill at almost top speed, trying to get to your friend who's drowning in a lake, but continue.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, totally makes sense. Um, I'm not unceremoniously jam Byron back into my bag and try to catch up with Hannah and tell Hannah I think the guy's a golem or if they've ever met a golem before.
0: So, yeah, you can absolutely... Well, can you really catch up to Hannah? I don't think you can, in fact, because Hannah is, like, bounding, running ahead of the rest of the group. I mean, you're following Parallax's time stream of where they went. But at this point, it's almost become clear as the woods have been downtrodden by a large group of men that passed this way. That was five minutes
2: ago, though. I
4: am uh, very much bounding as fast as I can. I have run through woods many times.
0: Are you leaving the rest of the party behind, though? as You see, Apple running to try to catch up to you.
2: Um, I think so. Yeah, um, uh, has been taken by a bunch of
4: awful, nasty, violent Puritan men who definitely mm-hmm. want to either or burn her or drown her or kill her in some way for being a witch and she's a witch but there's also another witch in there who's also incredibly powerful so yeah I'm very worried and I'm running as fast as I can
0: yeah so I think that anyone can roll a strength or dexterity plus athletics check to try to run but Allura has gotten, wow. Allura has gotten four successes on four dice. So Alora's good. She ran some track. She's all set. She's got an axe now. Did um,
4: you just say she had snacks?
0: No, an axe. She picked oh. up an axe. <laughs> yeah. Back in the murder house. She's kind of like looks like she's stealing herself to be ready for a situation that she doesn't know what it is because it's always something new
4: good um i got two successes
5: i got three on that roll
3: i also got two do we believe the golem is bad does it seem bad
0: Are you asking Hannah that? Because you have caught up to Hannah with only two successes on that, Hannah.
3: No, I was hoping God would tell me.
0: Oh, oh. is it bad? Unclear, very unclear. Do you want to read a check maybe to try to figure out?
3: Yeah, can I do a check? Can I also rip, pull Byron back out and ask him real quickly what his opinion of the golem is? Um, basically, should I should I be trying to slow this golem down?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you can pull Byron out, who is just, again, ruffled out and says, what?
3: Sorry about that, Byron. Um, should have asked. Golems, good? Not so good? Should we be worried about this one?
0: Golems can kill without remorse. They have no sense of morality, only what they are put upon the mortal plane to do. Spirits housed inside of bodies. They can be quite violent and dangerous. Single You
3: you could have just said it was bad, Byron. It's Um, bad. And how do we know who made it? Can we know who made it?
0: There should be an aura of the mage who cast the spell. But I don't see that here. Instead, it's strange. It's as if it has something moving through it.
3: Can I? Okay. Thanks, Byron. i then jam it back in the bag. Um.
0: um, There is a round of gunfire. It's just like... Gunfire? Gunfire. Not like modern guns. You think it was a round of musket fire. Like at us, right? Or you like flinch for a moment? You don't see it. I mean maybe they're just off aim. It sounded close.
4: Um, I'm going to put up a life shield. Um, and uh. Run in the direction of the gunfire, but as um, stealthily as I can, like tree to tree.
0: Okay, roll a deck stealth check.
4: Oh right, I'm not stealthy. But I got two successes. And two dice. Thanks Alora.
0: You dodge tree to tree, and you get up to the crest of this hill. And at the crest of the hill, you can actually see the lake shining down in the woods beyond. And on the banks of the lake, you can see the group of assembled men. There's a cloud of Smoke billowing down from them, as if they had all fired their guns, which many of them have, at once into the sky. Others of them hold up sabers, glinting steel in the sunlight. Roll a wits plus composure check as you look out onto the scene. Um... Zero. You can't tell from here, but there's something shimmery happening over there. Magicy. Could be. Do you want to activate a mage site? Um, yes, the group is now caught up to Hannah, It's not that far ahead.
4: Yeah, I'll put on, uh, if it's shimmery, I'm probably going to put on my spirit site.
0: There yeah. is a spirit. Kind of like surrounding and protecting that group you can see that much and there's also uh, like a, another spirit that seems to be taking form down there. Parallax, Ethel what do you want to do as you reach the top of this hill and see the men assembled at the lake.
5: Um, so this this was where the uh sort of the, the time stream sort of like led us to it wasn't just the gunfire.
0: Yeah, just having to be the same true. direction they were yeah. in the same direction
5: all right now uh, so i can also see these guys just shooting uh guns in the the whole scene there can yeah. i do a wits composer check to see if i know what's going on with that
0: sure yeah uh in fact you can bend space and you can like spend a point of mana to use a space spell to see up close uh
5: I'm pretty composed. I'm gonna just take the chance and do it the old fashioned way. My eyes. Yeah. And uh oh yeah, I got uh three successes.
0: Okay. With three successes, you can tell that there is a spectral figure floating above the surface of the lake dressed in a tall hat. They are brandishing what looks like a ball of metal on the end of a pole. And you can tell as you look at them that there is magical energy flowing out of the center of the lake and into all of the men assembled here. Their eyes and whole body seem to be like not present so even though they are stretched up into the sky their faces are just blank slack jawed their eyes completely white i was not expecting that
5: like at all um well okay uh i know hannah is the I guess one of the spirit life people that might know a thing or two that'll be like, hey, do you see see wizard Lincoln in the the sky there?
4: (laughs) Um, No, I'm trying to look again.
0: You could sharpen (laughs) your eyes to look like an eagle. Oh yeah. Life
4: mage. (laughs) I forgot. Um, Yeah, eagle eyes.
0: Yeah, why don't you just roll life gnosis and then if you get a success, you get a bonus equal to your life med on the next C and stuff. Yeah, as one. Okay, so now you have plus, are you a life master? Plus five? Yeah. For your super good eyes, best eyes around.
4: I'm gonna see everything. The old color eyes. Wizard Lincoln has. Um, one, two, three. That's four successes.
0: Okay, you see a little bit more than parallax does, and zooming in down on who, the black-hatted figure, you see that they're in a long black coat. They seem to have a long white beard. They have an intense look in their eyes which are not rolled up into the back of their head and you feel fear as you look at them there's like a maniacal intensity there you feel just in the root of your soul that they are truly dangerous
4: Oh, um I just remembered that I have one doubt of mind. Um, Do you think it will be incredibly dangerous to do magic on this person?
0: They would know.
4: Okay, I'm gonna not. Um, Oh, while I'm looking, do I see Mona? Do I see anything that would tell me where Mona is?
0: Um, you do not see Mona because Mona, you are underneath the lake. What are you doing down there? Well,
1: you might see like some bubbles at the top of the lake.
0: You might yeah, a
4: bubble is a chair tied to something so that she's under held underwater. These no. contraptions usually have an arm, is it just thrown in body
0: chair? Have time to build the whole contraption, so <laughs> just body chair, just body on a chair. Okay, um, in fact, you were just put into the water on chair that was tipped over into the lake got deep real fast because Massachusetts.
4: Okay, so I don't see anything, but I see magic person. Um, person. I'm not going to do a mental scan on them. I wish Mona was here to
2: hide us. Uh, um.
0: I'm gonna let the party come up with an idea i'm gonna jump back to mona for a moment because i need to address the drowning not drowning question it's been a few rounds
1: right so my i have my resolve and whatever i have four total
0: it's not very. So i guess much.
1: i have four rounds of not drowning
0: right so now you have two
1: okay so do i have mage sight
0: you do have, um, you do have mage sight, actually.
1: Okay. So I would like to mage sight Dementor Merlin, Wizard Lincoln, and like the eye that I see.
0: So you don't explicitly see Dementor, Wizard, Lincoln, Merlin, um, but you do see the um, the eye. And you do see the shadowy figures. So you can look at those shadowy figures, but you just don't see those precise details underwater at the moment.
1: Yeah, I'll look at everything with my prime, prime sight.
0: Everything here is distorted, not just like you were looking at it from underwater, but like everything is rippling. And you see a line of magic coming out of yourself and rising up into the lake towards those shadowy figures you feel your mana reserves dropping you've lost four points of mana okay with your prime sight on you should roll prime Gnosis, but i can also tell you that something is canceling your magic here you think it's another spell and as you feel its heavy, patriarchal presence, you're pretty sure it's a spell being cast by Samuel Paris.
1: Okay, so I got two on Primnosis. Um I guess there's no way I can cast Supernal Dispellation since I have no magic.
0: You can you can try. You can try to roll Primnosis, or is this the spell?
1: Oh yeah, I will then.
0: Okay. So you're gonna reach up and try to like grab cracks in the pattern that is this spell. And as you're doing it, the eye is looking down on you.
1: And the eye, like my magic is going to the eye?
0: No, your magic is going to the men.
1: The men, and then what's going to the eye?
0: Nothing, it's just looking at you.
1: Okay, but, like, looking at the eye with my primes, prime...
0: Oh, it's super magic. It's like, in fact, when you look at it, you're reminded of a dream. Uh You once saw a figure in the center of the sun at the end of your second awakening. You think that it is here with you now, and it is watching and listening to you.
1: What was that? Did I think it was the machine god in my awakening as well?
0: you don't know. You did experience the machine god then.
1: Yeah. I can't remember. I feel like it was something evil, though. Is that a bad memory?
0: Um... It was definitely an ominous memory. Yeah. It was just a dream, though.
1: Okay. Um... Yeah, okay, so I'm gonna write... I'm gonna roll prime gnosis to try to find a crack in the spell Paris is casting and Supernal Dispel it.
2: Okay.
0: Ooh, that's a lot of successes. Three. Not enough. Their magic is strong holding you down below and your power is siphoned off you have one more round in which to take actions before you start possibly drowning. It's Allura, not Aurora. It's Sanjata, not Sanjata.
4: I've been typing a lot today. My fingers are tired. It's also not Ethel, like the alcohol.
2: <laughs>
4: it's not Allura? What? With an A?
5: No, it's Allura. The
4: whole time? Oh, I've, been wrong. I've been wrong this whole time.
5: I've been spelling and it, it is, wrong too. <laughs>
4: and it is Ethel, like the
3: alcohol. Um, it is. Oh,
4: great. Yeah, and I've been spelling it wrong everywhere
3: <laughs> It's from um, the Lovecraft story, Erin Gard, and her father talks about struggling
2: with the name because it makes him thirsty. <laughs> oh, no.
3: <laughs> but that, can I, what can I see with Deaf Sight? Hopefully not Mona.
0: You do see in the center of the lake a spot where there's, it's like death is waiting.
3: Is there like a mage equivalent of spare the dying? Like, is there something I can cast to kind of like stop someone from passing over into death?
0: You kind of need to be there.
3: There like touching them there.
0: Yeah, to like really see. If you had space magic, you could do it from a distance like this.
1: I just realized I could have used Yantras for that last roll. All
0: right, so you're gonna cast again with a Yantra. You can only use one oh just one not four uh if you want to try to hold your breath for those four rounds, well three rounds then you could cast it with all four yantras but you can only get up to a plus five bonus let's do it okay so what are the yantras that you are using
1: Um, well, I have my wooden cross, yeah, my wooden crucifix, and that's around my neck, so it's probably like floating near me, so I'm gonna like grab it with my teeth, yeah, and then uh not use high speech because that air is valuable um, and
0: you could invoke the god's eye
1: i will invoke the god's eye i love that god my favorite um is that circumstance
0: um it is in- and
1: then and then as my element like i want to crack the spell so i want to like crack the wood in the chair and crack the crucifix in my should I crack no probably not crack the wood in my chair to like signify that element of breaking
0: so you're going to take out a magical tool which is going to give you a plus one bonus then you're going to use circumstance for plus two and then are you going to break it as well as what you said?
1: Break the chair, yeah.
0: Break the chair with plus one more. That's plus four, but you need to roll a stamina plus resolve check twice.
1: Okay, I'll do those first.
0: Do you have any willpower left? Because this could be a good time. You don't want to fail these.
1: I do not. Uh, my first stamina resolve, I got one success.
2: That's enough. Yep.
1: And my second one, I got four successes.
0: Wow. So you've fallen almost to the bottom of the lake, down in the murky muck. And down in the murky muck, you kick out and you break the bars of the chair. You can almost slip out and could try to do so with a roll. The eye looks down on all of this and says into your mind, for child, what has fallen will rise again and what is
2: risen will fall again.
0: And yeah, you're rolling that Prime Gnosis with a plus five bonus. I'm keeping the ridiculous number of successes that they got from before, but as you are casting this spell, the rest of
2: the group is going to take some actions. Um, so Ethel seat saw where
4: Mona it probably is?
3: Yeah, and I will convey that to the group for sure.
4: Great. Um, I wanna give everyone spirit shield because Paris uh, is backed by a super powerful spirit, at least in the spirit world. Um, but I think we're gonna split up and some of us distract wizard Lincoln. And some of us get Mona before she dies. I Um, would also
3: like to get one a death shield, please.
4: And I'm going to touch everyone. I'm going to boop everyone's nose. Mm -hmm. That's plus one.
0: Yes. Parallax, what are you doing with your first action? Uh, I'm going to do a
5: move that is definitely almost certainly going to be an overreach um, and, oh, see, <laughs> and, see, and see how well it does. Uh, I'm going to attempt to uh, encapsulate everyone that's uh, everyone. on that sort of ridge there and just slow down their time and hopefully stop it completely if I can. Um, so it's going to involve multiple subjects. It's going to be uh, certainly uh somewhat generous amount of area so yeah i'm uh, definitely gonna
0: oh man i was not prepared for you to do this you're yeah. gonna yeah okay so i'm gonna so. do a couple prep things uh just
5: at least give myself a second to, to do this right uh i'm going to actually carve use my sword i'm gonna carve like a glyph okay. in the ground real quick mm-hmm. um and uh to say or pull out the pocket watch, you could open it up and I'm going to use high speech and declare that everyone up there is frozen in time for hopefully I'm going to not do it for very long. How long <laughs> like, is not very
0: long? Like 5 minutes maybe. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> okay. Um so it is going to be some overreach. Do you know what specific spell you wanted to be casting? It. Uh, it's it an improvised spell. I guess.
5: Let's see. Uh, I guess it could be somewhat improvised. It pro- basically it'd be a temporal stutter to a degree.
0: There's also Kronos' curse, so while this, you divide the subject's speed by potency, rounding down. If the speed reaches zero, the subject is effectively moving so slowly that they appear to be rooted to the spot. Now, dividing their speed by your potency, your potency is five with time magic? Uh, yes. Which would mean that they're dividing their speed by five, which would not be completely stood still. That is just going to be running in slow motion. So their speed would be two rather than 10. Okay. Yeah. It's awful. I'll take it. You actually have the free reach to do this spell on all of them with a minus six penalty. Okay. Um, you want to overreach, you can spend a point of mana to make them lose all their defense. or you could increase the spell's potency and make them slow down even more or even more overreach. Just just giving you options. Overreach. Uh,
5: <laughs> uh, I liked the uh, for point of mana, I'll remove their defense. <laughs> Okay. So I'm going to do yeah. that. I'm going to spend a mana. All right. So using all the things, using, see how this works. Let's see,
0: actually, I've got enough dice here.
5: So it's minus six, you said?
0: That's right. It's minus six. All right. I'm also
5: going to use a willpower here. Okay. do I have again?
0: I think I got a bunch. Um, you're using your tool, so I'm reducing the Paradox down to two already. Would you like to spend any mana to reduce the Paradox further?
5: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Uh, one or two? Uh, that's... that's two. Let's do two. I have some mana to spare. That's a very wise decision there, Paradox. <laughs> <laughs> There's no New Paradox mate. on this spell. The spell doesn't even Paradox. Wow.
5: Alright, here we go. Actually, yeah, these are the willpower, so it's minus three dice. So. There you go. uh, I got uh,
0: three successes on that. Alright. With three successes, you slow everybody down on the beach. They all feel it. You're doing it from a distance, so like you all are pretty far away from them still at this moment as Mona is drowning in the pool. Those people are now slowed down. It's going to be not great for them, except they're this. All right. Um, But that was just your first action. You all get to take one more action before we see how Mona's spell resolves.
3: So they all know we're witches, and we can do whatever we want now?
4: I'm going to say right now, yes. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> bah, 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 bah.
4: <laughs> they have taken one of us and are trying to kill her yeah I think we can wreck some havoc on them
3: how far away can I make people start to decay from
0: um, you know you can kind of see these people from here I'm gonna say you can do it from here
3: like one in the middle just can they just start to fall apart
0: you are a very powerful death mage you can absolutely do it I will warn you that it is a wisdom sin
3: oh that's fine I'm also a teenager Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah You can absolutely... Are do you Are you trying to do it to the Wizard Lincoln one?
3: Can everyone see the Wizard Lincoln or is it invisible?
0: Oh, you can see the Wizard Lincoln.
3: Oh, yeah, that one then, for sure.
0: Okay. So, yeah, roll your Death Gnosis.
2: So you just have,
0: um, you have Death 5, you can just do this.
3: And... Can I, like, use high speech while I do so?
0: You can add plus two. A six. Okay. So, Ethel, you cast this spell and will all of this death energy down and into that figure from this distance away. What do you say as you're doing it?
3: Oh, honestly, I just hope this causes a stir, right? I just want to make a mess. <laughs> so as, that, I just hope this causes a chaos.
0: <sighs> as you are saying your intention, the words come out backwards. Like the whole sentence comes out backwards and you don't know how or why, but the magic flows back around into and through you and you take six points of lethal damage ouch parallax as you decelerate the people down there you decelerate wizard lincoln except you don't and you instead accelerate wizard lincoln who takes that magical energy and in a curveball starts run flying through the trees towards the three of you the figure coming through the sky is swooping down with like this intense energy and Parallax, I want you to roll an Academics plus Intelligence check.
5: Uh, Six successes.
0: Um, There is on the front of their uh, robes, their long coat here, a cross that is going through a skull's jaw and you recognize it as being the mark of an infamous figure from europe you were pretty sure they are said to exist in some fictional retellings of salem but there wasn't one of these in salem at the time that you knew of It's a witch finder general, someone in charge of an entire region, in charge of finding and killing all the witches who lived in that area. Mona, success is on that spell. Five?
1: Five
0: Five. is just enough. And you break it. Around you, there is a whoosh. And suddenly, you can cast spells again. The eye looks down upon you. And you get a vision. The vision connects you to the sun, and the moon, and the earth. You feel all of the planetary motion. The solar system is special. These planets have something that the rest of the universe seems to lack. There is a beating heart here, a chorus of them. And as you are standing in this vision pushed into you by the sun you see not just the thing from the sun but you see several others covered in eyes with these multitude of limbs that when you look at them you can't find the ends of you see many mouths singing you see many hearts beating Roll a intelligence plus a cult check.
3: Are we all rolling?
0: No, just Mona, who's in a vision state at the bottom of a lake, not human. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: I got a two. Yeah, I thought you were going to be like, roll sanity. But I got two.
0: Um, These are angels.
1: Yeah, that's what I guessed.
0: Um, And as they are looking at you with your second success, you feel it. You feel it inside of you. You're not sure how or why, but you know in your heart of hearts that you are two.
1: An angel? Yes. I'm going to get super into astrology after this. And like, so like all the planets in our solar system are angels? Have angels in them?
0: Planets in the solar system are gears, and those gears are tied to angels. Each gear that is a planetary gear is tied to one of these major forces, and in fact If you'd like to, at the bottom of the ocean, you can use your action to stare at this thing and try to glean information about it.
1: Um, Yeah, that's my obsession. My (laughs) obsession.
2: Yeah,
1: finding how how things work, like, extra specifically um, our machine gun. Beat. Boop. Yeah, I would love to. Also, does that mean I'm one of the i'm in a cog am i in the earth's cog
0: um
1: am i the earth's angel
0: earth angel all right um no you um you are not sure of your role but you do know that earth is connected to you somehow You've got fate interconnections and maybe that'll be the next spell that you cast.
1: So cool. Yeah, I'll look look in.
0: Okay. So while your friends are getting murdered by the Witchfinder General, you will be staring at visions of the bottom of the lake.
1: Yep. Love it. I love it so much. This is great. I'm doing great
0: um Hannah I actually only gave you one action before so as this figure is zipping on over what do you do
2: you're muted thanks
4: Uh, so he's reversing magic Mm
2: -hmm. um
0: you're not sure how it works
2: yeah
4: it's some sort of magic thing um oh do i run in with my lightsaber that seems foolish um I have this really cool spell that I made up.
2: <laughs> oh, please. Uh, uh
4: It's that eye for an eye spell.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, so it's a life and fate spell. And it connects to individuals so that if person A harms person B, person A will take that harm instead. Mm-hmm. Could I cast that on Paris as person A and us collectively as person B?
0: Um, so I would note that Paris is not the one who is flying towards you. Oh, no, what? That. No, what? it's the Roots Finder General. Oh, yeah. this is a different oh. person. This is Wizard Lincoln.
4: Right. Oh, man. For some reason, I thought it was Paris. It's Wizard Linking. Oh, no. Okay. Question still stands. Unless, uh, can I banish him?
0: <laughs> Maybe.
4: He might banish me.
3: Don't get, yeah, I was going to say, don't get
0: banished in return.
4: Yeah, and the eye for me, I think we reverse too, so if I hear him, hear me. Um,
0: uh. That said, you could cast that spell on Samuel Ferris, who is not the person rushing towards you.
4: Yeah, I do want to do that, but I will have a better way of doing it if I survive this. Because my fate's not super strong, but I have a really um, fun way to have a, a stronger connection. Using freckles. <laughs> 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 um, but Witchfinder General, I want to do magic, but I'm so nervous. Do I just lightsaber slash Um, I'm going to give myself giant angel wings so that I can then attack him from the sky.
0: OK, yeah. Spells cast on yourself are not reflected backwards. might you do that life gnosis spell? Yep. Alora looks at you parallax what kind
5: of way is she looking at me is it like a very concerned i'm scared to death kind of look
0: um yeah you could roll a wits empathy plus two you are married after all oh uh, yeah
5: uh i don't think i have empathy oh uh, yeah <laughs> Very um,
0: do you have any points of experience
5: uh you know what i definitely do yeah i have uh a few beats oh, actually yeah, i have three beats and two
0: experience points well for two experience points you could get a dot of empathy right now if you would like to yeah sure
5: i i should have that as a, a skill i would say All right. With sympathy, you said plus two.
2: That's right. right.
5: I got, uh, oh,
0: yeah. I got a success. You think that she is nervous, um, but you feel like she's almost more nervous for you, but she also wants to know what to do. Ah uh, man, I don't even know what
5: to do. <laughs> um I, I'm gonna just say yes, yeah, so uh this guy is uh, this guy's a wizard hunter. He's yeah. most certainly gonna be fighting Hannah Ethel myself, and maybe Sinjada. But I doubt he's gonna come after you. So, uh, until absolutely necessary, I would uh, an, an issue of self-defense that I would act. But I would want to try to
0: piss him off. All right, she's gonna run and hide behind a tree. And uh, Apple. Parallax and Hannah. that figure arrives, flying through the sky towards you, ridiculously fast.
4: Um, I got four success on my wings.
0: You have them. You've got those wings. You can all do a thing.
4: We have the wings. (laughs) (laughs) Um, sword fighting attacky is the thing I want to do.
0: All right, so you want to go out and fight the Witchfinder General. The Witchfinder General is an imposing figure, a tall man for these times, almost six feet. They hold in their calloused hands a massive mace. Their body is semi-spectral, but the lightsaber was designed for this purpose. You leap into the sky with these huge wings unfurled. Tell me how it's going down.
4: Oh, man. Um, So, uh, one of Hannah's obsessions is justice for the deaths of innocence.
2: Mm
4: -hmm. And is just remembering witch finders uh, in Salem, killing a lot of innocent people and real mad. Um, And is going to, Get higher than the witch binder general and do like a dive. And slash.
0: You want to channel that anger into a honing the form spell.
4: Oh, it's like it's on myself. Magic on myself. That's right. Um. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you can do that as you attack.
4: Oh yeah. Um, let's see Supreme so, honing. <laughs> do you know suggestion I'm gonna roll for this? It's like way more than I can be humanly strong and <laughs> dexterous. <laughs> um, one, two, three, Eight
2: successes
0: Eight successes.
4: Yeah, I roll 15 <laughs> dice for Supreme Honing now.
0: Uh And it's a rote, right? Yeah. So you're spreading it across your ability scores. Yeah. You definitely get a beat. Your body, <laughs> yeah. Muscles everywhere. All of your physical scores are maxed, I imagine, at this point. You yeah. didn't say that you were spending the point to um make it apply to... Over five, I think you need to spend a point of mana and declare it as a reach.
4: Oh, Maybe. I didn't know I had to do that.
0: Um, would you like to do it now?
4: Yes, I have a lot of mana.
0: All right, well, it is going to be overreach. Would you like to spend any more of that mana to reduce this paradox dipole?
4: Um, What is a pool?
0: Three, uh, it's based on your gnosis. My gnosis is
4: five. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, so I'll spend one more mana.
0: Okay. So there is a little bit of paradox. You can feel it even as your muscles are expanding. Would you like to roll your wisdom to absorb it as a point of bashing damage?
4: Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, so you roll your dice. You just need to get one success.
4: Um, I don't.
0: Well, um, it's about to get more complicated.
2: But
4: I'm really strong and really fast.
0: Right, right. Um, impose a condition on the subject of the spell. As your body expands outwards, your skin rips, and all of your muscles show as your body is just this rippling hulk of muscle. (sighs) Even after you stop being this hulked out form, your skin is still gonna have all those tears. So um, you have taken the Condition damaged. It's going to be a penalty to some skill rolls until it is healed. And when you gain a condition, you also gain a beat.
4: So this isn't something I can heal with magic.
0: Uh it is abyssal. So you're not sure. Okay. But yeah, you're huge. You're a real big paradox monster right now with wings
4: yeah um and let me just split those what i say eight
0: mm-hmm.
4: um so now my strength is going to be um uh Plus three there and dexterity.
0: It's also not going to last that long, you should know.
4: Yeah, I'm going to try and um, slice him in half. Behead him. So my strength is uh, seven. Yep. And my dexterity is six.
0: All right. So. Dexterity, six, you're moving faster than the human eye can see. And at strength, seven, you could pick up a small plane. And you're gonna punch this guy with a lightsaber. So let's roll that strength plus weaponry check. Do you have dots in weaponry? I have one dot in weaponry. Nice. But I'm very strong and fast, so. Do you have any more experience points? Um, no. That's too bad.
4: I spent at the end of the last game to get a gnosis.
0: Mm. Sometimes you just gotta get that gnosis. It was
4: nice. Can I
3: cast a fate spell, like strings of fate or something that would make their flying, like, go the way they picture? Like, so they're more likely to, to hit and succeed?
0: yeah you absolutely can you've that spell roll your fate plus your gnosis and uh what's your you've got four dots in fate
3: yeah
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah it's like good that ethel doesn't understand how strong she is um
0: yeah um
3: uh, and i'm gonna say get him in high speed
0: That's plus two, so it's fate plus gnosis plus two. It does cost a point of mana. And yeah, you can give the rope quality for another point of mana, or you could give eight agains uh, for a longer time with exceptional luck. What would you like to do? Eight agains or three successes equals five successes?
3: Whoa. Um eight
0: again. Uh, actually, wait a minute. You're a strong enough witch that you can do both of these things at once. It is gonna cost now two three points of mana to do this thing, but you could do both of those.
3: Okay. I basically haven't spent mana, so I have a lot of it. Um, Okay, hold on. Now I have to roll a lot of dice. Do
0: you want to spend a willpower to get plus three more dice?
3: Uh, No, that's okay. I got uh, five successes.
0: With five successes, you gain a beat. And Hannah, you can feel fate working here. And Ethel just kind of like effortlessly swishes in the air just the stroke of a sigil and suddenly it all aligns. You have eight agains on the next three rolls and you also have the rote action on the next three rolls. Wow.
4: Wow. Um... You remind me what it means to be a rote.
0: If you roll zero successes, you get to re-roll the whole die pool. <gasps> no, you get, you get to re-roll all failed die once. So you get to re-roll <laughs> your successful dice infinitely and you get to re-roll your failed dice once. That's what the rote action power is doing. <laughs> That's
4: amazing. <laughs> Sweet. Um, I'm also going to use a willpower.
0: Okay. Well, they also have a defense score. So it will be a minus four penalty from their defense.
4: Okay. So this is just straight up trying to cut off this person's head.
0: Yep, that's right.
4: I'm above seven plus eight. So it's actually seven decks. Seven decks. Okay, that's pretty good. There's a lot of build up to hopefully be heading. Okay, and I reroll anything that wasn't a success. That's true. Okay. Once, once.
2: <laughs>
4: okay. Um. I have successes.
0: Ethel, you write this fate into reality and Hannah cuts this man in half with a lightsaber. Woo! You slide through his ephemeral form making short work of his magical protections. Even though the lightsaber is a magical item, it does seem for a moment that he resists it. His body slides in half and then explodes in radiant energy blasts out disintegrating Hannah's mortal form as it ripples out towards the rest of you. Um, Ethel, Parallax, what do you do? Oh my god. (laughs) So
5: did Hannah also like explode or she just no, caught no, the no. blast?
0: Hannah was right there at the center of this blast. You're not sure what happened. You, you have the split second to make a decision as you're about to be engulfed.
5: Oh, shit. We're... <laughs> it's that big, huh? Oh, boy.
3: Sorry, go
0: ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, it does look like Allura is actually going to be just outside of the blast radius for the rest of you. Sinjata and the two of you are definitely close enough.
3: Um, I'm going to cast Ghost Gate, grab Parallax. Come on, friends. We're going to go hide in death for a second. Uh, maybe Hannah will be there. Oof.
0: Okay. Why don't you roll your death plus gnosis check?
3: If I use my shovel to draw a little war it's kind of like a purple crayon style. Yes.
0: you carve the hole into the underworld. Assuming that you get at least one success on this, you'll need to roll a dexterity plus composure check to jump through. Or dexterity athletics.
3: I got three successes. So then dex athletics.
0: Yep, dex athletics. And the portal is totally there, It's, it's open you can see it rippling to the underworld. Parallax, you're also jumping through, so you can roll Dex Athletics.
3: Yeah. Wow, I got one, thank God. Um, Is one enough?
0: Parallax, how many did you get?
5: I also got one. (laughs)
0: You are so close to the entrance of this gate as the energy overtakes you. But then with four successes on his role, Sanjata is gonna tackle you both through. In the bottom of the lake, Mona, looking at these angelic figures, what are you doing?
1: Um, everything's fine down here you mentioned I could take a closer look at the machine god because that's what I want I want to know all about the gears and the planets and the angels
0: okay roll prime plus gnosis
1: I would like to use the circumstance of being underwater and how water magnifies things as one of my entres um so it's prime gnosis plus
0: two? Um, yes, it's going to be prime plus two.
1: Okay. Just one success.
0: Looking at it is just such a mystery. You're having a hard time. Your head is aching trying to look at it, trying to conceive of the impossibility of it. It's just not working. But you do see a beam of light coming off of the god machine and stretching down into the figures assembled here. And another beam stretching down to the opposite side of the lake. And a third beam stretching down somewhere in the woods. In fact, you'd say it was towards Witch Hollow Farm.
1: What's that beam made of is it Light. mana oh long. um
0: it's it's like prime energy yeah it's kind of like mana
1: okay well don't know what that means but i tried i'm gonna swim up now
0: all right into the crowd of people
1: uh oh actually you know what i'll just make um i'll make a a bubble of of air around my head and, and just sit on the bottom till those people leave
0: you could also just swim underwater with bear bubble to any other. This is a big lake.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll go. Um, I'll go in the direction you said. Okay. One of the beams of lights was going in to the people, and then one into the woods towards Witch Hollow, and then one to Vampire Lincoln.
0: Um. No, you actually think it was. You don't. You don't know of Vampire Lincoln. You think right. it's towards that crowd of people. Oh. Okay. One to the uh, crowd. One to the woods one to Witch Hollow Farm.
1: Oh, the woods is not the same as Witch Hollow?
0: Right, well, there's one, they're all the woods, you know, you're in the woods right now, this whole plant is woods, but there's one across the lake in the woods. There's one at Witch Hollow Farms, which is also the woods. And then there's one here at the edge of the lake, which is also the woods with these people.
1: Okay, I will swim in the direction of the, um, across the lake in the woods since it's away from the people.
0: Okay, as you swim away, roll dexterity athletics. Okay. And everybody back with the rest of the group. Hannah, your sizzled form drops to the ground. You only took eight points of lethal damage from that attack. That's because you had your life shield up.
4: Yes. Yay, life shield.
0: But yeah, it it really hurt. Uh, Feel like these burns across your body. And the other two of you are able to look on through the ghost gate. But you
2: said eight? Eight. That
4: is one more than health boxes I have
0: you are bleeding out on the ground, your skin mostly burned off.
2: And I that's where we're the going Hulk.
0: to end this session. Yeah, um, yeah, as the winged Hulk. So uh, everyone gets beats. And um, those of you who fought the Witchfinder General get another beat for engaging in magical combat. And another beat for successfully defending yourselves in magical combat. Very good, not being entirely dead.
2: Did we defend ourselves? You cut him in half. All right, okay. All right, here's.
0: Yeah, that was uh, quite a strong attack with you weaving that moment in fate.
1: um that was good teamwork
2: yeah
4: it was like an avengers moment except that we blew up (laughs) which i guess is also very avengers um did this count as working towards my obsession of justice for the deaths of innocence
0: yes it did um and your virtue is justice it is you regain all your willpower because Honestly, you shouldn't have fought that guy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice.
5: Does uh, sending Alora to the tree line count as keeping or trying to keep her safe?
0: I think so. Yeah, you can take a beat for that. Cool. You also like invested a point of uh, empathy to make sure that
2: Alora stayed safe too. I did.
0: creating a more empathetic world, one parallax at a time. Yeah,
5: the guy's not a total sociopath now, it's good. Oh, I have to tell you
0: all though. So down on the edge of the lake, all of those people, all of those sleepers there were just forcibly awakened by the Witchfinder General and Samuel Paris.
1: That's illegal. That's what your that's what your grandma did, Ethel.
2: Did they also blow up though?
0: Uh, no, they were pretty far away from that explosion.
1: They're all gonna go crazy.
0: Oh yeah. It's not good to be forcibly awakened. That connects you to the abyss. And They're we'll take not- those consequences next time.